Welcome to Southern Sisters Radio, the show for Southern women and the men who adore them. Join us as we celebrate life from a Southern point of view. Here's your host, author, founder of Southern Sisters Home, Jenny McCormick Earhart. Hey everyone, welcome to the Southern Sisters Radio program. Here we are. It's hot outside. Oh, so hot. But it's cool in the studio. Oh, it is. Because we're so cool. We got air conditioning. We got air, con- <laughs> air conditioning. We God sure bless do. the soul who came up with that. Right? Oh, man. Yeah, my BFF. I remember once... Uh, when I was camping with my parents when I was little, the air conditioning went out when we were crossing the um, like the Great American Desert. We were oh, leaving. no. And I remember sitting around like with little cups of ice and like blowing into the cups uh-huh. just to cool our faces. <laughs> it was bad. And I thought that was just the coolest thing at the time. You of know? course. You're you like, know? oh, this is fun. And when your parents are just, oh, my gosh, it's dying. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Whole different perspective now that I'm an adult. Well, guys, we are so glad that you joined us here. The Southern Sisters Radio Show, well, we are about life in the South. We are about uh, just celebrating all the things that make life in the South so wonderful, right? Food, culture, music, entertainment, travel. We're going to talk about uh, we got some a a fun travel segment today at the end of the show. Um, But in the meantime, we are going to talk in this segment about well, it's a little bit of a comparison. Okay, Uh, a a tit for tat. It's a game. Yeah, it's a game. It's a game. We're playing a game. You're familiar with who wore it better, right? Of course. You see it in a lot of the fashion magazines. They'll show two movie stars in in the same dress, right? And you have to guess who, you know, who, uh, not guess, you have to decide for yourself, Mm -hmm. who wore it better? Who wore the Christian Dior dress best? Was Uh, it Angelina Jolie or was it, uh, you know, Charlize Theron? (laughs) Right? Thankfully not an issue that... uh I worry about much, but right. Well, you're it's, right. it's amazing to me how the same dress, the same dress, can look classy on one person and kind of a uh, risque, you know, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say hoochie mama <laughs> on the other one. <laughs> and it's you're the same wrong. dress. Well, it's just whether they wear it too short or wear it. You know, it, it has something to do about the way they exactly yeah. put it on. I think. <laughs> but anyway, but we're gonna do something even more fun than that. We are gonna look at a couple of classic. Rock songs. Ooh. Well, one may not really be classified as rock, but it is a couple of classic songs that you will recognize that have been recorded um, and were big hits, actually, yeah. uh, but done by two different artists each. Oh, so they had a remake or a cover. Exactly. Okay. You've got the original, kind of like me. I'm the original. <laughs> the original. Then you have the new improved version, which would be like one of my daughters. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate that. Did you hear that? See your People mother. are always Call saying we her. look like each other. Come you know, see her. I, come see her. <laughs> come see your mama. I miss you. I miss you all. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to check out the songs. Now, listen, how the listeners can be involved in this is we want to know which one you like better. So if you like the original version of the song. Let us know. You can comment right there on Facebook, which we'd love for you to do. You can send me an email at radio at southernsistershome.com. I love to hear from my listeners. Uh, And let us know whether you like the original song or the remake. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm not going to tell you which one I prefer until we get to the end. Okay. We're going to do a little play-by-play analysis of the songs. (laughs) Play-by-play. We're going to start it off, okay, with the song American Woman, Mm. because I'm an American woman, and many of my listeners are too. (laughs) If you're not, you love an American woman, I guarantee you. So we're going to start off with the original version, which was by a group called The Guess Who. Not The Who. (laughs) Not The Who. The Guess Who. This is the original version. This would be mid-late 60s. Mm. Mm -hmm. Early 70s, actually. Everybody knows this, right? Right. American woman, stay away from me. American woman, mama let me be. 
do you think of that? Oh, that's classic American it, it, rock. It's kind it of hard not? for me to think that that can be improved oh, upon. Oh, I know. That's you know? so great. It's edgy. He's got just the right voice for it. Oh, yeah. I love that guitar. I know. Listen to that guitar. You can't replace that. Yeah, this is the kind of song that doesn't go out of style. No, it doesn't. And this is, it's songs like this is the reason that our culture today is so fascinated with retro music. That's very true. You know, it's why you see it in the movies. Yes. It's just such nostalgia. <laughs> it's a great song. So this is the original yes. American Woman. This is the original Love it. American Woman. Now, Love it. it was remade later on, okay, in the, uh, I think, early 2000s. And uh, it was remade by Lenny Kravitz. And oh. I'm actually a big Lenny Kravitz fan. Yeah. I love yeah, his style. Good. You know, he's uh, he's broken some barriers, I think, for yes. his field. And I just uh, I love him. And this is his version. This is the way he did it. So you can, you can tell right off it's a little fuller. It's a little edgier. Let's, let's give it a listen. Very well. Oh yeah, this is a great version. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's it's edgier. It's a little bit more modern, maybe. Right. It's it's uh, the the Guess Who version has that like classic rock kind of right boom to it. Right. This has got more of like the twang, yeah. harder, and, and newer I, rock. I gotta say, I do love it. I oh, think yeah. Lenny Lenny Kravitz puts puts a thumbprint on it. You yes. know what I'm saying? He definitely brings his style into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. He brings it down. I don't know. It almost just feels like a naughtier version of the song. That's very true. That's the, one good way of, right? of, of wording it. Yeah. I mean, I would... Okay. So if it comes down between the two, I I, I don't know. There's that little part of me. I've got to feel... Uh, the Guess Who version okay. is really the one for me. I could see myself driving down the right. road with the windows down, right. cranked it all the way up, yeah. jamming out to that Guess Who version. I have to agree with you. I would <sighs> Personally, I just think it's hard to improve on that original version. If Lenny Kravitz's version comes on the radio, I'm not turning it off. Oh, very good point. I, could, I would probably turn it up. <laughs> but if I had to, had to choose between the two... And also, you know, Lenny has a lot of original music of his own. You know, Very his, true. his reputation did not rest and you exactly. know begin and end with this remake. Uh, he's got his own stuff. So, but you, you'll have them both in your playlist. What do you guys think? Yeah, okay. tell us. You know, here at the Southern Sisters Radio Show, we always like input from our listeners. So definitely comment on our Facebook video if you'd like um, or send me an email. I'd mm. love to hear from you. Radio at southernsistershome.com. Mm-hmm. But we're not done with the fun, Nick. Oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> no, we got We've got more done. lined up. We all do. right, all right. Okay, all right. I have always loved the song Oyo Como Va. Oh, it's a great song. Something about it. You know, my, my spine can't stay straight when I hear Oyo Como Va. Uh-huh. I just start moving. It does. So we're going to start out with the original, which was done by Tito Puente. Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful song. Hear the piccolo? I love that. I love that. Okay, so this is this is the original version. I'm telling you, it just makes me want to dance. <laughs> love this. Let's yep. give this one a listen. Okay, 
Okay, so Nick and I are rocking in our chairs. <laughs> you can't help it. and back and forth. I'm not even trying to. Right. My body's doing this on its own. I know. I just want to. Don't you just want to get on the floor? Ha <laughs> ha, I want to put on a red dress and some heels. Oh, there you go. You know? Just yeah. dance. Love it. Now, I will tell you, I love Tito Puente. I always have. Mm-hmm. I have his complete collection on my iTunes playlist. Wonderful music. Um, by the way, we are putting, uh, we're going to add these songs to our Southern Sisters Shopify. Not Shopify. <laughs> Spotify playlist. shopping. Uh, I, I have a Shopify <laughs> account also. Uh, Spotify, right? So you can uh, you can go to Spotify and listen to all the great songs that we play on the show. Yeah, just look up Southern Sisters Radio. You'll find all the bumper music and these yes. wonderful songs my, on there as well. My glorious producer, Nick, takes care of <laughs> all of that important stuff. And you should still check out the Shopify. Too. Yeah, you can go shopping for my products on <laughs> Shopify at Southern Sisters. Um, no, I love that version. Okay, it's classic. You can't, once oh, again, yeah. you really, you, it's hard to imagine improving on that one, that version, but you know who tried? Who's that? Santana. Oh, what oh, a yeah. wonderful, wonderful, like that's right in his wheelhouse. It, it is right there for him, right? Now, what I love about Carlos's sort of reinterpretation of this song, well, for one thing, he just, he makes it his own. True. Okay, right there, just in the opening bars, mm. right? You know it's Santana. Oh yeah. You, you can't, you cannot mistake his guitar, right? Uh, so and obviously his guitar is taking the place of the piccolo. Mm. We're not hearing that. He also slowed it down a little bit. You hear that? Bit. Yeah. Yeah. So here he goes. Let's see what Carlos does to this. So Love Santana. That. Love Santana. You know, I have never seen them in concert. No, That's on my bucket list. I never list. have either. Man, gotta go. They're just classic. So there Wonderful. you go, guys. All right. It's a little bit slower. A little slower, a little more groovy, I guess, almost. It's almost got like a, I think we said this before, We said, it's almost got like a reggae feel. It does. A little bit to yeah. it, doesn't you it? Yeah, you feel that underbeat. Yeah, yeah. You definitely do. I like both versions. I do too. You know, I do. Um, if you had to choose though, what do you guys think? Yeah, I know. Let us know, folks. Please mm-hmm. comment on the Facebook page and, and tell us what you think about it. My personal opinion, Yep. I love Tito Puente, and it makes me just want to move, but Santana's where ah, it's at for me. I love I love the Santana Here goes version. the generation gap. No, y'all. no. Here it goes. <laughs> no, but I understand exactly what Nick is saying, yeah. why he loves that Why he loves that show. I, I guess I could equate it to uh, Tito Puente's version makes me want to get up and dance. Whereas with Santana, I want to like have a margarita and lay on the couch. Oh, that's so true. It's Sit just, on the it, it beach. It relaxes me a little yeah. bit, or, or at least dance a little slower, should we say. But once again, with both of these, yeah. they're both on the playlist. Aren't they great? They're both on the playlist. Okay, we got them, we got them on the Southern Sisters Shopify playlist. Uh, st- sorry. St- <laughs> <laughs> got to stop doing that. I need, I need a margarita. That's okay. Uh, no, on the Spotify playlist, you can hear all of these versions. And yes. like I said, we'd love to hear from you what you think about it. Um, you know, sometimes the new thing is better. We talked about okay. we talked about how sometimes we, we use the whole new Coke analogy that um, <laughs> sometimes a new version is not always the best. But no. you know there are a lot of things out there that were actually done better the second time. That's very true. I'll give you an example. Okay, I've often heard people say that Godfather Part Two is the best. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Now I'm might get in trouble for this, but yeah. I'm not 
really a big Godfather fan. Oh. I watched the first one and it was good, but it wasn't really my wheelhouse. Well, so you're right about one thing. One. You are going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have expected it. No, no, no. I should have expected it. Which, which one was it where they, they uh, chopped the head off the I think horse? that was I think that was part two. Was that part two? I think that was part two. So that, might, that alone might be the deciding factor. Blood and factor. gore sells. <laughs> Blood and gore always sells. Well, guys, this has been fun comparing because I do love to compare. Oh, yeah. I usually, unfortunately, we typically compare ourselves to other people. But today we are just we're comparing comparing one good thing to another good (laughs) thing. You know what else I'd like to kind of uh, tell you a little bit about? We're going to just completely uh, switch uh, paths here. Mm. You know, I was thinking this. I was listening to some Santana in my kitchen this weekend. It was kind of inspiring me. Did you make a Um, Mexican dish? You know what I did? I did. You know what? You would (laughs) think that's what I would have (laughs) made. Right. What it Actually, you know, let, let's just back up. The last mm. time I was listening to Santana in the uh, in the kitchen, I did make some salsa verde, mm. it was which probably is amazing. The best salsa verde you've ever made. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> let's just talk about that instead. That's more fun. <laughs> Forget the other thing I was going to tell you about. Oh my word! I bought these great big beautiful plump tomatillos at at, at Sprouts. Right. Mm. What I do is I I just wash them good and dry them. I cut them in half. I toss them in some olive oil. Throw them on a on a on a baking sheet. Pop them into a 425 oven, Mm -hmm. 425 degrees, for about 12 to 15 minutes. Let them start to char, okay? They'll they'll start to release the juices, and they'll even get a little dark and charred on the edges. I slide all of that right into the blender, Mm. right, with a little olive oil, a lot of chopped fresh onion, right, a big old handful of fresh cilantro. I get so excited when I start talking about it. Yeah. Blend it all together, and you got a phenomenal. Oh, I do a squeeze of lime juice or lemon juice in there. Perfect. I don't really have a recipe for this. It's just... just you, do what you, feels right. Yeah. But roasting the tomatillas first, so, some people don't do that. They'll hmm. do like a raw tomatilla. But yeah. roasting the tomatillas, it makes them darker and sweeter and just ever so amazing. Oh. Okay, so there you go. Well, there you go. We had to get a little food <laughs> into the segment. Guys, we have got a fantastic show coming up for you. Next segment, we're going to be talking about summer tomato heaven. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the tomatoes. I have got some cannot-miss recipes. They are super, super simple. And then also, then coming up, we're going to be doing um, how not to be a jerk on the road. (laughs) That's a lot easier said than done, I I think, unfortunately. I'm speaking of those things I know. (laughs) I speak from the heart here. And then we're going to wrap it up with an Autumn Girls getaway. Oh, yeah. Hang in there, guys. We'll be right back. Sit up straight, Kate. It's time to eat, Pete. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Get with the gravy, Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house. And welcome back to the Southern Sisters radio program. It's the food segment. Love it. Also known as my happy segment. (laughs) Yes, can't talk enough. Can't talk enough about food. Oh, man. Uh, it, yeah. it is the glue that holds the South together. I know, Ain't right? It? I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. <laughs> Nick and I think alike. You know, it's uh, Southern wisdom is what it That's is. That's what it is. But you know, guys, it's that time of year. Oh, yes. T- the tomatoes have arrived. Oh, yeah. They arrived at my house in massive abundance about three weeks ago. <laughs> you know, it, and it was one of those things where I was watching the tomato plants ever since we put them in the ground in May, and I've been watching them, in wa- or April, been watching them and watching them. It's like nothing for the longest time. Then you see those first little blossoms, mm-hmm. and you see those first little buds, right? Wonderful. And then you just watch them and watch them and watch them. And then at one point, I think these things were never going to turn red. I know. It's like they're just hanging there green for the longest time. 
what happens with that? It's literally like you're like, man, they're little bitty, little like half dollar yeah. size, little green, whatever. And then all of a sudden you wake up the next morning and it's like, and boom. There they are. Full blown. And I'm sure there's fat, a red scientific reason for why that happens. <laughs> now, I don't know what I'm talking about. So do not listen to me on the science subjects. But isn't it kind of like when the leaves turn brown in the fall? What is it, that chlorophyll that makes them green? Yeah, Okay. Right. All right, so they're green. I think literally when the tomato's turning red, does that not mean that it's starting to die? Yeah, maybe. The chlorophyll's, I mean, the chlorophyll's down because it's fruiting right. or whatever it is. Right, That's because it's, it's so, once it's red, it's softer. Yes. More delicious, mm. right? Mm. Well, guys, the tomatoes that actually have flavor are here. Those are Yay. the sun-kissed ones, the Wonderful. ones that, that ripen naturally on mm. the vine. You can get them at the farmer's market. You can get them at my new favorite store, Sprouts. <laughs> you can get them uh, from your own garden. Yes. You know, you can. Now, I tend to herald the arrival of fresh summer tomatoes just as enthusiastically as, well, flip-flops and sundresses. <laughs> right? Now, most, like most good food, I believe that they're enjoyed best simply, not with too much adornment. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Don't you don't need to cover them with cheese and breadcrumbs? No, you, you can. I actually have a recipe in here and that calls for a little okay. bit of that. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're right. right. Just taking a good tomato and just slicing it up into yeah. slices and yeah. just eating a slice of tomato. Just mm. so so heavenly, or a tomato Delicious. sandwich. Oh, perfect. Oh, God help me. There's nothing in the world I love more than a tomato sandwich. <laughs> so good. White bread, a little mayo. Mm-hmm. As we know from last week, Dukes. probably needs to be Dukes, right? <laughs> now, here's what I'm going to suggest to you guys, marinating your tomatoes. You Ooh. do this. You do this, and you're going to be able to do about 15 different things with those tomatoes. It's the first step in incorporating in them into all sorts of other types of dishes, okay? So I'm going to suggest you do this right now. Are you listening? I hope you're listening, okay? Before you do anything else, I want you to select five or six of the ripest summer tomatoes that you have on your counter, right? Gather together a little extra virgin olive oil, a little salt and pepper, maybe a little bit of garlic. That's optional, right? And maybe some fresh herbs. You don't have to have the garlic and the herbs. It just makes it better. You can still marinate without them. But I love to throw in like a little chopped bagel or a little, ba- did I say bagel? Bagel. A little chopped bagel. <laughs> it wouldn't, basil. Don't, don't do that. Use the basil. You can, I mean, Jeez. well, maybe not for this recipe. Well, you, but for later. There might be something here you could put on a bagel. I don't know. But I say basil or maybe a little dried oregano, maybe something mm, like that. Yeah, those little greens do great mm, in tomatoes. Just chop them up and throw them in there. So now, good. wash and slice the tomatoes, right? And then you're going to put them in a bowl. You're going to drench them in about a half a cup of olive oil a good amount of salt and pepper, crush the garlic, right? Chop up the herbs, throw that in there. Just toss it all together. Just let it sit there and marinate Mm. on your kitchen counter for about an hour, Mm. maybe two. You got it? Now you've got what you need to do about 15 different things. Oh, wow. Okay? Let me give you some ideas, right? Here are some things that we're going to do that I'd love for you to do with your amazing marinated chopped tomatoes. Mm. You could take a baguette, right? You could cut it in half. You could throw it on the grill. Okay, char char it slightly on the grill and then pile some of those tomatoes on top. Basically, it's a little homemade bruschetta is what that is. You know what I'm saying? It's delicious that way. You could do a little shaved Parmesan on if you want it. You don't need much. You've marinated those tomatoes. I could make a meal of that. Oh, absolutely. And I have to say, that's something I would not have thought of, is to yeah. marinate your tomatoes. Just marinate them. Because, I mean, yeah. they are. They're the fruit in the sense that they're going to kind of soak up right. what they're in. It, exactly. That's and it just it seasons them. They soften a little bit. Mm. Um, it just They absorb the flavor of the herbs, the garlic, the Sounds olive oil. So now, you don't have to use vinegar, but if you want to throw a little splash of vinegar in there, you can, too. Yeah. I'm, I love the balsamic vinegar oh, yeah. in my tomatoes. Okay? Another thing you could do with your marinated tomatoes, uh, here's a good idea. Butter a baking dish. 
layer your tomatoes, your marinated tomatoes, uh, in the bottom of the baking dish with a little thinly sliced onion, right? Top with a little sprinkling of breadcrumbs and maybe a little Parmesan cheese or any cheese of your choice. Mozzarella would be amazing in this. Bake it in the oven at about 350 until it's bubbly and the cheese is melted. It is the most amazing side dish with like a grilled steak. Oh, yeah. Or a roasted chicken, anything. I was anything. about to say, that sounds good with a nice Hello. steak. Yeah, oh, come wonderful. to me. I know, that is so good. Here's another thing you can do with your marinated uh, tomatoes. You can add in some fresh mozzarella. You can do the little mini mozzarella balls. Ooh. Or you can shred the mozzarella yourself. You know what? I think, personally, guys, that the fresh mozzarella is so much better than buying it already shredded in a bag. You can buy a big old ball of mozzarella, just just run it over a box grater, and you've got shredded mozzarella. That's very true. The texture is better. It has a higher water content. It yep. hasn't dried out like it tends to dry out when you buy it already shredded. Right? That's what I would do. So you could mix in some of this shredded mozzarella with your marinated vegetables, add a little splash of balsamic vinegar, Ooh. and you got yourself a salad. Oh, you got yeah. yourself a cheese and tomato salad Ooh. that is to die for. Okay? Now, one thing I did this week, which was amazing, and I, I actually did this myself, I did some hot-cooked pasta. I did some angel hair pasta, put a nice serving of the angel hair pasta on the plate, and just spoon those marinated tomatoes right over the top. Ooh. Amazing. Wow. So this, you don't, is, this is versatile. It's very versatile. You don't have to have a traditional tomato sauce, you know, yeah. on your on your pasta. That's Just true. use the marinated tomatoes. They're amazing. Mm. You want to beef it up a little bit, you could do a little chopped uh, chicken or something like that to kind of make it a little more proteiny. Yeah. That's my new word. Proteiny? Proteiny. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing you can do is you can drain some of the liquid out of your marinated tomatoes and arrange them um, on a pizza base. Okay, like let me tell you what I did this week. I love those naan breads that you can buy mm. in in the grocery store. Yes. They're the little uh, sort of Mediterranean flat breads. Mm-hmm. They're so wonderful. You can get them plain. You can get them with um, like garlic flavored. Yeah, this would be an excellent use for this. Just arrange your marinated tomatoes on the top. Maybe maybe add a few little black olives. Top it with a little cheese. Put it into the oven. Bake it until the cut crust is brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got a little homemade. What? Why? Like why do you take out? What? That sounds good. Why do delivery when you can make something this oh. fresh and delicious? Delicious. Oh, that sounds so yummy. Mm. Little pizza. Right? Nice. Another thing I love to do, oh my word. I don't know if you're a fan of gazpacho, but in the summertime, this is one of my favorite refreshing uh, dishes. Gazpacho, as m- many of you know, is a cold soup. Okay? Mm. What you could do is you could take one tablespoon of sugar and one tablespoon of rice vinegar. Add that to your marinated tomatoes. Allow them to sit for about an hour or so. Dump that into a blender and then puree it, okay? Your, the result, and chill it. Your result is a chilled, fresh, marinated tomato gazpacho. Oh, wow. I would serve that with a couple of slices of crusty French bread. Absolutely. I got to tell you, this is so amazing to me. I have I have loved tomatoes probably since I was... Well, I don't know. Teenager, I, I guess. I, I didn't was, like them as a child. I liked them as a little bitty baby. Little bitty baby? Little Did you bitty really? Baby. From yes, day I've one. Because some, some children don't care for nope. tomatoes so much. My mama wasn't, wasn't going to have that. Mm. Her we- boy was going to like tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it worked. Whatever she did, it worked perfectly. Guys, those are some of my best ideas for how to serve your tomatoes this summer. Keep it fresh. Keep it simple. Uh, You know, it's the way to do it. So Mm -hmm. we're going to be right back in just a minute talking about how not to be a jerk on the roads. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Steak, cake, pie, side. 
Hey, this is Jenny Earhart from the Southern Sisters Radio Show. Join me every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on AM 920 The Answer as we celebrate food, fun, and life from a Southern point of view. Southern Sisters Radio, the show for Southern women and the men who adore them. Southern Sisters radio program. Pressure. Oh, yeah. Pressure. Are you feeling it on the road? Oh, just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you ever lose your cool in the car, though. Then you have never ridden in the car really? with me. Really? You seem so calm, cool, I, and collected. I, I, I try. Yeah? But I drive in Atlanta traffic. And mm. I think I think that even the Pope right. would be hard-pressed to keep himself under control right. in this traffic Right. Sometimes. Well, and, it, and it's so much worse now than it used to be. Oh, it's, it's not getting better, folks. No, it is not. not getting better. Yeah, I, I tend, I, I have a little aggravation on the roads. It happens. Coming in. It happens. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's always somebody out there that's worse at it than I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, take some solace in that fact. I think maybe right. About <laughs> no, just, I'm not as bad as that next person. You know, the one who flipped the bird. I I'm not dri- that bad. You said I don't drive like that jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't understand why it is that we will. You know, I mean, these days you got college students going to going to college and learning. You know, I don't know gender studies or <laughs> whatever they're learning. Why aren't they learning how to drive properly? I mean, it, it seems to me like driver's ed is almost all but dead. You would think. Or just the common sense things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, um, very true. Anyway. Just, you know, stop at a red light. That's right. a, that's an important. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I see people just right there. It's, listen, right the through. light turned yellow. We're 100 yards out of the intersection. Uh-huh. Don't lay into the gas pedal. Like no. I, I am one. I get it. Green means go. Red right. means stop. And yellow means go faster. But not... Risk everybody's life to make sure you get through the intersection yeah. faster. Come on, people. I know. Yikes. Yeah. Think ah. about it. I mean, there's people out there with children in the car, exactly. babies in their cars, yes. older people. I mean, it's just uh, we need a little degree of patience, I think, when we're on it. <laughs> Certainly uh, in the South, because just because we're in the South, if you live anywhere within a metropolitan area mm. like we do, Very right? True. Um, it's not that slow moving Sunday Southern type of thing anymore. No. No. <laughs> it's it's like, you know, it's kill or be killed out there. <laughs> Killer be killed very I mean, close on the to road, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> therefore, well, guys, you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about as Southerners how we can be both courteous and efficient drivers. Mm. Okay. Now there are all kinds of lessons you can read on how to be better at this or that. But do you know there's some advice here that you can actually use how to make your highway commute or just your around town commute a little more bearable. Okay. Okay. Please. Let's start with with number one, and this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Save the left lane for passing. Is it that hard? Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to find passing for you, okay? Because I, the, to me, this was a little confusing. Passing does not necessarily mean you get over to the left, you pass a car, you get back over. If you are traveling in the left lane faster than the traffic in the right, right, right lane, mm-hmm. you are passing. Yes. So you move over to the left it's, lane and continue to maintain your, your speed. faster speed. Exactly. As yes. long as you are continuing to pass cars, yes. you know what I'm saying? And then if there's a car that comes up behind you that is going faster, and you'll know because they'll be riding your bumper, <laughs> get flashing over. flashing their lights at flashing you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Does that happened to you? That's me. Oh, you do it. No. <laughs> Jeez. 
<laughs> yes. Then you're right. Move yeah. over to the right. Move lane. over to the right. Now I know that you like looking out at a clear highway in front of you, and I know you think that it's fine to go five over the limit when you're, you know, camped out in the left lane. <laughs> but there are half a dozen cars behind you, folks, and they're gonna have to pass you on the right. You should not be making people pass you on the right. No, wasn't that the cardinal rule that everyone was taught growing up? When they, don't pass on the right. Yeah. Don't pass on the right. But Unless you, know you have to. It's interesting you should say that because that opens up a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Are there even any cardinal rules anymore? It's, it seems like everything is relative. <laughs> even right and wrong is relative. It's That's whatever you true. think it is. Yeah. That's a bigger commentary on a much bigger issue. <laughs> but, we don't but have I'm, enough time left <laughs> in the show for that one. Don't make the people pass you on the right. I, this runs, I have this happen on 316 headed into Athens mm. all the time. Yes. So stick to the right and save the less lane for those that are going faster than you, right? And, you know, there are some states where you will get a ticket if you are riding in the left lane at a slower speed. Well, they're starting to actually hear a little bit crack down on that because really? if you've noticed going on the interstate there are signs slower traffic keep right mm. and there i mean the police will and i have seen it yeah a po- police officer pull up behind someone going slower in the left lane and turn on their blue lights just enough to get that person out of the left lane and then the minutes. police officer will pass them so it's a friendly little correct you know, it's kind of get your bet over it's like their nudge ah, kind so of they're their not nudge. gonna give you a ticket go, but they're go. just gonna give you some well yeah. they will though if you're belligerent about it really i have i have seen that before they yeah. pull you all the way over but yeah, yeah just, just go get just do out it. of the way okay how about this one this is going to make you a better and a more efficient driver it's called wait for it i love this the zipper merge the zipper merge the zipper merge hmm. <clears throat> okay now here's a simple primer on the most efficient way to merge when approaching construction or any abrupt lane closure okay it's called the zipper merge don't you don't unless unless the traffic is backed up, you do not need to slow down. You do not need to, you do not need to slow way down. Okay, if traffic is backed up, obviously you have to. But if you are just merging, do not slow down. Maintain the speed of traffic. Merge in at a good speed. Do it as late as you can, and you'll help prevent traffic jams. Yes. Now, I'm going to qualify this. Earl's going to love this. <clears throat> we uh, we rarely fight. We have very few things that we disagree on. Earl and I, <laughs> my husband. Yes. Right. One of them is the zipper merge. Oh. Oh, it is an ongoing debate. Now, I, I, I have to clarify this. It's not that he doesn't think that zipper merging is a good thing. We both do. Yeah. The question where we have a debate is where you do the zipper merge. Do you merge early, right? Let's say, for example, you're driving down the road and you can see, you know, 500 yards ahead, yeah. a half a mile ahead, yeah. a mile ahead. You can see that the lane is eventually going to come to an end, right? Maybe there's a sign that says lane ends in a 5,000, or lane ends in whatever. Yeah. 1,000 feet, 500 feet as it counts down. When should you get over? It's probably, what was, as as basically when your lane runs out, right? Thank you. Exactly. That's my opinion. Earl feels that maybe it's a little discourteous to get all the way. If everybody else has already gotten over and you just race up to the end of the lane where it merges and you get in there, he feels that that's a little bit discourteous. Now, is, to the is, is traffic moving? Because if traffic's moving, mm-hmm. you should go all the way to the end of your lane. If traffic is very much so backed up, right? I'm not letting you get in the left lane if you pass 60 cars ah, to get down the now, right. That's all I'm saying. At first I thought you were on my side. Now you're on Earl's. <laughs> okay, so you see it like I Here's the thing. Here's what they say about the zipper merge. It says do it as late as you can. So I, I kind of felt that the merge point mm-hmm. is where the lane ends, That's not true. a half a mile back. Correct. Because if you think about it, uh, one of the 
they, they put that merge point there for a reason, right? The yeah, idea, if good everybody point. gets over too soon, then you're creating more traffic. Valid point. Now, Maybe it, I'm wrong. It's kind of I'll one of those it. which came first, the chicken or the egg thing. I think Earl and I can probably go around and around on this one <laughs> forever. So I joke with him now when we see a lane merging. I'm like, ooh, I said, gosh, it's two miles down that you better get over now. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but see, that works because then just to spite you, he waits till the last possible yeah. moment. So you win. See, no, you you no, ladies I get know. us like that. We always do, right? But then he knows that he, he thinks if I wait to the last minute that someone's going to get really mad at me and uh, I'm yeah. considered a rude driver. Okay. <laughs> Another thing to do, guys, to make you a more courteous and efficient driver, how about this? Look further down the road. When you look farther ahead of you, you see cars changing lanes earlier. You see your exit coming up earlier. You see accidents happening earlier. It's a little trick that means fewer surprises for you, more time to react, and less drama behind the wheel for mm. everyone involved. Yes. There are those drivers out there that I swear they are just looking at the at the 25 feet in front of their car. That's got to be the, tr- the case because I can't yeah. tell you how many. I come down east-west a yeah. lot. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I can't tell you how often I'm slamming on my brakes because – all of a sudden, that one car, four or five cars ahead of me, yeah. slams on their brakes, and I, and I and I start hitting mine, and all of a sudden, cars in front of me nose diving, locking up. I'm like, guys, right? Pay attention. I know, <laughs> I know. I've I've had the exact same thing happen to me. I don't understand why they're not. Mm-mm-mm. Or you know, another pet peeve I have is the folks that it appears I'll be behind them. It appears they are never looking in their rearview mirror. Oh, I know. And and, and usually those are the people in the left hand lane who mm-hmm. won't get over. Mm-hmm. You're right behind them. You want to pass. You can't. They're in the way. They're not even, they don't even know you're back there. No, they don't. Look in your rearview mirror, they folks. They don't care. Ooh, this is turning into a Southern Sisters gripe session. <laughs> do, you hear, do you hear it coming out of me? I, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's that thing. How about another way, guys, to be a courteous and efficient driver? How about leaving a gap between you and the car in front of you? Please. Okay? This one goes right along with looking further ahead. If you leave more space between you and the car in front, it gives you more time to react to sudden changes. What's more, leaving a good gap in front of you lets you smooth out of the stop and go bumper to bumper mm. traffic, right? Lets you smooth out. No, so in other words, if you have enough room to get over, you can kind of avoid things and get around them. Yes. Back so up. This is, these are the two rules on that one that I learned as I started to drive. Yeah. And admittedly, not all that long ago. Number one, if you're going down the road, right? when the back bumper of the car in front of you passes a street sign or a mailbox or something like that, right? in your head, Mississippi 1, Mississippi 2, Mississippi 3, if the front bumper of your car passes that same object before you get to Mississippi 3, you're following too closely. Really? Give it three seconds. Sometimes that will feel like way too much space. But just wait when that car in front of you locks up their brakes yeah. and goes skid marks. You'll need that space to stop. Right. Another thing, too, that I learned. If you're at a red light, stop far enough behind the car in front of you so that if that car's battery dies, you can get around them and keep on Very moving. Very good point. Those two rules I live by, and I can't tell you how many times I've Very lucked good out point. because of those You know, rules. another reason for doing that latter point was I, I had heard the same thing. Another benefit is if you should get re-ended, rear-ended, mm-hmm. you're not... You're unlikely to be shoved into the car in front of you Correct. if you left, left a little bit of a gap. Correct. And, and also, yeah. just a little piece of advice. If yeah. you see someone's going to rear-end you, get off your brake. Don't stand on the brake. Yeah. It'll cause a lot more damage and harm. Mm-hmm. Just let off the brake and let them hit you and let your car roll. Let the car be. It'll hurt. I mean, cars can be fixed. Right. Broken Broken f- arms. Not so easy. Not so easy. Not so easy. It's better to avoid it if all possible. Okay, the next one is a huge pet peeve of mine. I I don't know if it bothers our listeners the way. I tell you, here at the Southern Sisters Radio Show, we have a number of things that kind of get under our skin. (laughs) But we like to think they're the same sorts of things that get under everybody's skin. Here's one for you. Don't rubberneck. 
Okay. If someone is on the side of the road and doesn't need your help, give them space and don't slow down to stare at them. Don't slow down. That sets off a traffic jam. Much bigger than you may realize. How many times do we hear, either here on 920 with Chris Monroe traffic reports or you're watching the news, we have a rubbernecker delay. A rubbernecker delay. Come on, folks. Call it an an idiot delay. Best case scenario, that person on the side of the road is upset because their day is ruined. You really want them knowing Uh, that everybody on the other side of the highway is staring them down when they drive by? Come on. Have you ever sat in a terribly long traffic jam only to get up to the point and realize whatever was going on is off to the side of the road (laughs) and has been for a long time? (laughs) Yes. I don't know what people are. What what are people hoping to see? I don't know. If it's something bad, I don't want to see it. Yeah, let's not. No no train wreck. No, you don't. Just just avert your eyes. Look away, look away. Right? Make sure you don't become them. A mile down no, the road. No, you don't want to. <laughs> another guys, another way to be a courteous and efficient driver is turn off your high beams. Do you like getting blinded by oncoming cars with their brights on? No, you don't. So don't do it to other people. I drive a little four-door sedan. Everybody's lights are too bright. When yeah. your high beams are on, I really can't see. You really can't see. Man. Mm-hmm. And Especially that's if, you're, if your windshield is dirty at all. Yeah. Just the reflection of the dirt diffuses <laughs> exactly. and it'll blind you. It's I'm terrible. I'm telling you. Folks, make sure that little blue icon on your dash isn't on. Mm. Please. Yeah. A couple more points. How about (laughs) this one? Use your turn signals. They're there for a reason. Oh, Nick, you're hesitating. Don't tell me you're one of those people. Oh, no, I use my turn signals. Right. Saying if you don't, I'm going to break them out since you obviously don't need them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) God gave us turn signals for a reason, folks. They're to communicate your intentions to other drivers. Use them. Use them, please. Please. How about that? You know, I think one thing that would make life a lot easier for a Mm. lot of folks that are commuting, budgeting a little bit more time for your commute. Oh, please. Because sometimes I think we get stressed out because we haven't quite allowed ourselves enough time in the morning. Allow a little time for the things that go wrong. And equally important, that coffee. Oh, yes. Which I need in the morning. And maybe the extra cup or two (laughs) or three. Well, guys, there you go. Southern Sister suggestions on how to make yourself a more courteous and efficient driver. We're going to be right back. We are talking girls get away. It's not too early to start planning for your autumn trips. So I've got some suggestions for you. You will not want to miss it. We'll be right back. This is Jenny Earhart from the Southern Sisters Radio Show. Join me every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on AM 920 The Answer as we celebrate food, fun, and life from a Southern point of view. Southern Sisters Radio, the show for Southern women and the men who adore them. Southern Sisters Radio Show. Oh, did you love the movie Vacation with Chevy Chase? Yes. Oh, it's a wonderful. classic. Yeah. Oh. Every now and then I just got to watch it. Of you know, course. Just got to watch it. That and Christmas Vacation was oh, yes. phenomenal. Was it Was it Christmas Vacation they were going to Wally World? That's the original. That's the That's original. Vacation. That's Vacation. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They were headed That's out right. there. Yeah. The, the miss. <laughs> what do you mean it's close? It was what do you <laughs> Remember the scene with him? He's got his pistol and he's got the security guard, yes. and he's they're on the front row of the of the, of the roller coaster, and he's. Still... <laughs> uh, 
Oh, the classics. The classic movies. They don't make them like that anymore, you know? But you know what they do make? Hmm. They still make Southern women. Oh, like yes, me, they do. Like you, like our listeners, right? Yes. And one thing I will say for Southern women is we typically, we know how to enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. And the girls getaway or the girls weekend out mm. type of thing, it's really just sort of an extended version of the girls night out. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? You know it? what I'm saying? It's just we, when one night's not quite enough, <laughs> when one dinner and one glass of wine is not enough, sometimes you just got to get away for the weekend. Uh-huh. I used to do this with my best friend, Pam. We used to go to Charleston the same weekend every year for 10 straight years. Wow. Weekend in May, and we would go and just eat and drink and laugh and shop and hang out. And it was so, I, I would come back so refreshed, uh, so relaxed, able to deal with, you know, Four kids again, right? Gotta gotta re gotta <laughs> yep. re-energize every now Very and then. True. But you know what? You may be wondering, where should I go with my girlfriends? Let's say you want to plan a trip. It's not too early to be thinking now about where you might like to go this fall. Okay. Mm. Autumn is a great time for many yes. of these fantastic southern destinations that many of them are just a short drive from a lot of major cities in oh, the yeah. south. Uh, you can get to at least one of these very easily. So I'm gonna give you a little list. And be thinking about it. We're going to kind of set the scene, okay? So you and one of your girlfriend or three of your girlfriend or ten of your girlfriends. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's say you want to plan a trip. Now, once the craziness of summer has come and gone, our excitement for all things fall can sometimes be accompanied by a small tug of seasonal sadness. Just a little. You think? Summer is a time of long-awaited vacations, you know, weekend getaways, fun in the sun. We always think of summertime as being vacation time, oh, yeah. right? But you know what? With a new season, there comes a new reason to get together with your girlfriends and plan a little getaway. And when it comes to the perfect girls weekend, the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. You can visit an exciting city, right? Mm -hmm. Relax at a beach, right? Explore maybe a cozy mountain town or anything in between. But there's much to know for sure. You're bound to have a great time if you're with your girlfriends, no matter where you are. But a little planning helps. Oh, yes. Helps a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Spoken like someone who maybe had a vacation plan go awry yeah, at some point. Or just went without one. Or just went with, Which oh, no. Which, it, it kind of works well, at l- first. Well, let me qualify this by saying, because I'm, I'm feeling a little guilty for leaving the guys out here. You know, this is this, any of these weekends would also be a great uh, couple's getaway. That's true. Or a guy's That's weekend. very true. You guys, you guys are allowed to do this, too. Yeah. Women just do it with particular panache and flair. That's, that's, that's very true. <laughs> Let me very give you some true. of the top places to go in the South for a great girls getaway weekend or couples getaway. Uh, Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia, guys. This Wonderful. city is rich with historic character. And as one of the oldest cities in Georgia, it's charm. It's cobblestone streets. Mm. It's river views make it a great getaway for girlfriends who want to see and do it all, right? Now, it gets a little muggy there in the summertime, but in the fall, it is beautiful. Mm. Nicer, cooler. You know what I'm saying? You can stay downtown in the historic area and walk everywhere. That's true. Right? When I was there last time, they had this little, like, I guess you call it like a, I don't even know how to describe it, Nick. I'm going to set the scene. It was a bicycle mm-hmm. built for many people oh that's awesome there was a table mounted in the center of the bicycle there were about eight seats that went around the outside of the bicycle what? and every seat had a set of pedals what i swear that is cool okay and so then the driver was there and then there was one other guy on the back and he was serving the drinks <laughs> okay so, <laughs> so they were biking and drinking at the same time. Well, not the driver the, though. Yeah, no, the driver was not was was not drinking. Okay. The driver was not drinking. The, the guy that was steering. Basically, the drinkers, <laughs> the customers, were just providing the power. That's Does wonderful. Does that make sense? He, That's the, the, awesome. I thought it was. I'd never seen anything <laughs> like it. 
sounds like something, you know, I need to do at some point. Another great destination for girls, guys, this this fall is Florida's 30A. The great thing about bringing a group to this spot in the Panhandle is that there are terrific restaurants, shops, and every neighboring beach, all within short drives or bike rides of each other. You can go to Seaside, right? You can go to Grayton Beach, mm. Seagrove, Pensacola. Uh, I've been to most of these places. You you can't go wrong. I personally think October is a phenomenal time to oh, go to the Panhandle. It is perfect. It is it per- it is perfect. Starting to cool off a little exactly. bit, but it's still warm enough to go to the beach. You can go to the beach and lay out if you want to, but it's nice and cool. Mm-hmm. It's not so beastly hot. So I I would definitely suggest Florida's 30A. Another great girls destination, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh. Now you've got the Biltmore there. You've also got breweries there now. Right? Yes. This funky town has much to offer both you and your friends. You can stay at the award-winning inn on Biltmore Estate. Mm-hmm. You could even stay at the Grand Bohemian Hotel in Asheville. Now, my friend Pan and I stayed there last year. Oh? We went when they were doing a um, – Biltmore was doing an exhibition of famous wedding dresses from famous movies. That's cool. Yes. So there were, some of them were very iconic. So that was an amazing. <laughs> but we stayed at the Grand Bohemian, and it was and it was all That's, about the food. And, oh yeah. Yeah. That's or a big or deal. like to say, there was we sucked all the air out of the place. <laughs> we talked nonstop. How about have you ever considered Key West, Florida? Now that's mm. a little further south, but it is a wonderfully tropi- tropical, artsy destination. Yes, it is. It's one of those places that can make you feel like you're far, far away. If only for a few days, mm-hmm. right? It, as you know, it's located on the southernmost tip of Florida. The island has low-key beaches where anything goes. You got that fresh air, the fresh attitude. Mm-hmm. It all kind of makes your trip, I don't know, it's just a great place to go with girlfriends, in my opinion. Lots of good places to stay down there. You can go oh, to yeah. spas down there. Lots of good fresh seafood. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, you come back from a Key West vacation feeling like you just are rejuvenated. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to come back. It's that tropical <laughs> salt air that's so good for you. How yes. about Highlands, North Carolina? Oh. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my favorite store in Highlands, North Carolina, The Summer House. The summer. They have been selling my cookbooks for almost seven years. Wow. They have sold thousands of copies of my cookbooks nice. there. Yeah, they, they're just, they're so adorable. Great, great people up there in Highlands, North Carolina. If you and your crew are a little more interested in a calm, cozy getaway this fall, then you and your girlfriends may want to consider Highlands. They've got hiking, scenic views, lots of modern amenities just because it's rough at, rustic. Don't think they don't have spas and amazing restaurants. Mm. The Old Edwards Inn is a great place to stay. Uh, Wolfgang Puck has a restaurant there, a wine bistro. Ooh, oh, yeah. You'll eat you go. good and stay good <laughs> in Highlands. Um, let's give us another suggestion here. Have we covered oh, – oh, 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 I know. How about – you're not even going to – probably hadn't thought of this hmm. one. Oxford, Mississippi. Really? Yes, of all places. Whether you select a weekend with or without a home football game <laughs> – now, if it's a girls' weekend – I say go when it's not a home football yeah, game, probably. right? Your choice will most likely rest on whether someone in the group is a big Ole Miss fan. But there are a number of a variety of things to do there. If you choose a weekend with no home game, you'll still get to enjoy all kinds of things. Shopping, dining, exploring, right? Mm. You can hit shops there like Cicadas and Square Books, which is a famous bookstore wow. there. Oh, yeah. Grab a bite at City Grocery for your southern food fix. Uh-huh. 
there's just lots to do there. Nice. And for those of you that live in Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and if, you, if you're listening to us on the web, um, that's an easy destination yeah, for you Yeah, it's right there. It's kind of right in the I've middle been of everything. A number of, I've, I've had book signings there. Very Guys, cool. we are just so thrilled that you joined us this week on the Southern Sisters Radio Show. You know that you can go and see us on Facebook. You can watch our video. of the. We, we actually record this show every week, and you can see the craziness, <laughs> the mayhem, at Southern Sisters with Jenny Earhart. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Radio at southernsistershome.com. We'll see you next week. Oh,